Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Pray, Father, thanks for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence, to hear your word. Speak to us in a way that will understand mighty Holy Spirit. Minister to everyone listening tonight. I surrender myself to you. Use me as a vessel to your glory and your glory alone in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Are we all settled? Great. The Joseph story is getting interesting. Is that not so? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting interesting. Matthew chapter 24. We're reading from verse number 12 and verse number 13. Bible says that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. Amen. 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 This has been our foundational scripture for this study. The Bible says that, the Bible is talking about the last days. And the Bible says that iniquity, evil, sin will increase. And the effect that this will have on the world or on Christians is that their love will wax cold. Okay? Their love will wax. People will fall out of love. When your love waxes cold, it means that you are falling out of love. Amen. So people will fall out of love. And then he says, but those who are able to endure up to the end, they are the ones that will be saved. Which means some people will fall away. Do you get it? Some people will fall away, which is what we have been talking about, backsliding. Do you see? It means if your love works cold, or those whose love works cold, once upon a time, their love was hot. Amen. Amen. Their love was hot. That's why the Bible can say that the love waxes cold. Amen. So I said, this scripture explains why we behave in a certain way when we backslide or when Christians backslide. This scripture explains why they behave in a certain way. You get it? Because the love, something in the heart has changed. That's why I said you can't even, the symptoms and the signs we are looking at, you can't prevent them from happening. You can pretend for a while, but you can't because Something has changed in the heart. Do you see? And I said the best way to look at it is just use a relationship. The mystical relationship between a male and a female. Do you get it? Uh And just look at it. When the love is hot, there's a way both parties behave. And when the love waxes cold, there's a way both parties behave. I don't know. If you have gone to grade four, you can understand what I'm saying. 
Do, do you get it? Uh -huh. When the love is hot, the behavior is different. When the love is cold, the behavior is also different. That's why you can't fake it. Do you see it? You can't say, why is Bishop preaching about bad company? Why is Bishop preaching about coldness? Well, that's, it's a natural phenomenon. Bob Marley said it's a natural mystic flowing in the air. That's it. You, you can't do anything about it. Do, do you get it? Uh -huh. Don't tell no lie. Do, do you see? It's, it, that's it. You can't sit at home and say, why did he talk about anger to correction? But that's it. Give me some of the symptoms I've talked about so that it's not like I've chosen some special ones. You can't say, why is he talking about stubbornness? When you are out of love, you become stubborn. It's as simple. You become stubborn to the people, the person that you once loved. I told you the thing of um, your head is like a coconut. Then when you are in love, your response is what? Usile. Usile. Why am I not? Why do I never get it right? Usile. Do you see? But when you are out of love and he says your head is like a co, you just co it out of her quickly. Who trained you? Where's your mother? Who told you to talk to your husband and say your husband's head is like a co? Do you, do you understand? Uh -huh. So that's how it is. So, but, but, but these signs and symptoms are to reveal as something that we cannot notice so that we can see it immediately and deal with it. Amen. See it because any sickness, if you don't see it early enough, it will kill you. Or the effect is more disastrous. But if you are to see it early enough, you'll be able to deal with it. Every cancer, if it's seen early enough, it's removed. If it's not seen early enough, it's spread, that's it. So cancer is in stages, stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. Gets to stage four, you are about to die. It's terminal. Hallelujah. So I can say that backsliding is also in stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. So as we are looking at the signs, perhaps the sign that we will see in you and in myself is stage one. We are fortunate. We cut it off. We change it quickly. Quickly. I've given you a lot of signs. Give me some of the signs. Irregular fellowship. As soon as you see, maybe you don't even notice that suddenly you are not fellowshipping as regularly as you used to fellowship. So as soon as we mention the point, you, know, you check yourself and say, hey, if you test positive to the point, you have to change it. Because maybe for you, there's just one point. You, you have not gone far. You, just, you have just shown your indicator. You've gone past the McDonald's that is going towards Liberty Mall. You are just about to join the entry. Do you see? So, as soon as you see the sign, or you go around the circle, even if you don't want to go around, you go like you are going to the mall. Then you go to the mall and you come back. Then we are all in town. Do, do, do you understand? That's the essence of this teaching. This teaching is not to shame anybody. This teaching is not to um, disgrace anyone. Hey, brother, now you are getting English words. Wow. Yeah. Do, 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 are, you, are you understanding me? Uh -huh. it's, to in, it's to give us indicators. Like I said last week, last week, the reason why I'm talking a lot today is because last week when I preached, the people were not happy with me at all because they said I was talking about fasting, <laughs> praying less, 
That, that's why I'm giving you all this explanation. So those of you at home, there's a reason why I'm giving you all these explanations. They said I was talking about fasting, let's pray. You see that when I even ask them that what are their points, they don't want to mention those ones. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm talking a lot. Okay. So maybe let me start the preaching again. <laughs> Symptoms, signs. So I'm saying that I'm mentioning these signs so that we can, we can test ourselves. If you test negative, thanks be to God. But if you test positive, then you make a move quickly. Yeah, it is very simple. Hallelujah. So today I want to talk about, the first one I want to talk about today is, uh, which one? Not being committed. Did I talk about it last week? Not being committed. Not being committed. All right? Now, when somebody is out of love, their commitment wins. It wins. It wins. They are, they, they are no longer as committed as they used to be. When somebody is, back, is backsliding, or when I am backsliding, I am not as committed as I used to be. Before, you travel distance to come and see the one you are in love with. On a rainy day. Do you get it? You travel to Mpumalanga. Or Limpopo. At level 5 lockdown. Do you get it? You break every rule. One lady, she told me, she used to, they, when they cook at home in the evening, the food already is not enough for the whole house. But she can dish the food and, and, and dish some for this guy. And the mother will not notice. So she had two bowls in her house for the guy who doesn't live in the house. And the food was not made for the guy. So she would dish. Where's Melanie? Okay, she would dish out the food and then when everybody has eaten, then she would sneak out of the house and her dad usually sits in front of the house. So, and she, so I asked, as she was talking and, and usually me, when you are talking to me, I'm adding everything you are saying. So he said she would sneak out of the house, but she had already mentioned that her dad sits in front of the house. So I asked, how do you sneak out of the house? She said, oh, I would jump over the wall. She, she would have omitted that part, very important part of the discussion. So I would jump over the wall. And I said, jump over with the food? She said, yes. So I asked her, the, won't the food pour? Doesn't it pour? She said, no. No. She's able to manage it, climb over the wall. And get to the other side and laugh, boom, with the food. Hey. Yeah, Yvonne is saying usually she will put it on the wall. Then she will jump the wall and then pick it. I, Yvonne is very experienced. If you say so. Mm-hmm. We'll take it like that, no problem. 
But I'm saying that this girl in the story, she's able to maneuver and jump over the wall with the and go to him. Go and give him the food and come. But you will see that same person when the love has wind off. When you call her, she won't pick up. She won't pick up. Yeah. I mean, I have known people that they can't wait for me to send them a message. Now, when I, they check the message four days later. Yeah, sometimes I see, see that it's, it's brown, 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 brown for about four or five days. Then when there's an emergency, then it would suddenly go blue. Boom. Kabashatakaya. Magic. Yeah, they, all of them can go blue in a day. Boom, like that. I say, aha, that's how life is. Yeah. The love has wax gold. So the commitment is different. The same to Christian things. Commitment to prayer, commitment to fellowship, commitment to Bible study, commitment to church, commitment to church activities. It begins to wane. Why are you so quiet? You go on the stage. It has changed. But when the love is fresh, you will see the things they will overcome. And I, I'm saying that, I'm just giving you an, a, a picture for you to understand. But look at it in relation to God, your relationship with God, your Christian life. Just look at it. Just look at it in relation. If your commitment is winning, something has happened to your heart which needs immediate fixing, immediate surgery to be corrected before it becomes worse. Yeah. You used to sit down, just read the Bible. Whilst you are whiling away the time, just read the Bible. Now, not anymore. Something has changed. Hello? Something has changed. Something, so Commitment. And commitment is shown through activity. I'm committed in the heart. Yes, we will see it through activity. Through activity. Through your actions. Your commitment is shown by your actions and your activities. You can't say, oh, pastor, ask for me in my heart. We are tight. Look, if we are tight, there will be things happening, Pastor Zos, that we will know that we are tight. No, it's not just words. You, 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 you get what I'm saying? We will see the commitment. So let us check it. Check your level of commitment. Is it still high? Is it medium? Is it low? Is it where it was before? Yeah. And one of the ways we see your commitment is by just church attendance. One of the ways we see your commitment is through your tithing. One of the ways we see your commitment is through your, 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 your involvement in church activity. That's how you show it. So use that as, 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 as a meter. What is a barometer? Yeah. Use that as a barometer. At least we have all learned something today. Did you know it? We have also learned barometer. At students, eh? no problem. You just make it. We will sell it for you. Don't worry. We'll, we'll make it public for you. Don't worry. 
use that as a barometer, a measuring tape, a measuring rod to check where your commitment is. Yeah, use a commitometer and check. Where am I? Where am I? Look, I have known Christians who used to ask me, you see that, you see there are certain days that we have church. Then they ask, why can't we have church every day? Have you, has anybody asked you that question before? If you have just been a shepherd tomorrow, you would have, somebody would have asked you this. Why can't we have church every day? Okay, why are we not having church today? They've asked me so many times. The love was hot. When it starts to wax cold. And Bible, look, don't forget, it says, there's a reason why the love waxes cold. Iniquity abounds. So, so something happens and the effect that it has on the love is that it makes the love cool down. So when, when something happens, sometimes offenses, sometimes different things, but when the thing happens and the love starts to wax cold, what happens after that, the effect of that is that the, the same people who used to, can't we have church every day? Now, even to show up on Sunday, last week I told you, irregular fellowship. You remember? Ne? Irregular fellowship. Then it's like they, they now start giving you 75%, 25% off, which means Sunday, 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 then one Sunday off. Then now they go to 50% off. Sunday, Sunday, then two off. Or Sunday off, Sunday. Uh-huh. Then they go to 25 that's once a month. Month end. 75% off. Then they go to Black Friday. Black Friday there. <laughs> As for Black Friday, you know the way it is. <laughs> you only see them Heritage Day, International Sunday. That's all. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. May our commitment be strong. Number two. Number two. Number two. Foolish questions. No, it's not that somebody has asked, it's their point. <laughs> I can't even find it in the book. Look, page, page 99, where are you? Foolish questions. 2 Timothy 2, 23, Paul advises Timothy, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid. So avoid foolish and unlearned questions. It's a, it's a symptom, it's a sign. Like, don't forget the Romeo and Juliet picture. Let that be a preamble. The room, love, two relationship, don't forget it. Foolish question. When the love is drying the relationship, that's when they start to ask you some questions. Come and visit me. Do I have to visit you every day? Must I visit you every day? Must I? No, must I? Must I? I said, must I visit you every day? Yeah. It's what foolish questions. Many Christians engage themselves in questions. People ask strangers. One of the famous questions they usually ask, who, 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 is, who is the, um, who, who did Cain marry? 
Okay, so God created Adam and Eve. Then Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel. So the Bible said that Cain and Cain married. So who did Abel marry and who did Cain marry? Abel was killed, so fine. But who did Cain marry? Where did they come from? They came from Adam and Eve. Where else did they come from? Genesis 3.20, the Bible says, Eve was the mother of all living things. So where else did they come from? From Eve. From Eve. Who is God's mother? You before I come to who is God's mother. Yeah. I think Genesis 4. In Genesis 4, 16, 17, there about, the Bible talks about Cain, that he went out of the presence of God to the land of North. And he married, he got a wife there, and he married there. Yeah. He married there. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived, and they bore Enoch, and yeah. That's it. But remember, those times they were living for almost a thousand years. And if you are marrying at this type of 25, 30, the children, they are more. You have enough time. Imagine you are married 32 and you have another 900 years. The children, they are more. You see your children, your children's children, your children's children, more. Yeah. So if, if from there, Genesis 4, he has gone to marry, asking me, who, 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 who did he marry? The Bible just didn't mention the name of the person. Who is God's mother? What has that got to do with you? Now, usually, it's not like there are no answers to these questions. Don't get it wrong. But when people start asking some of these questions, they are just looking for a reason to start doubting the Bible. That's a potential person that's going to backslide. Yeah. I've always said that you can ask questions. It's good to ask questions. But it's not good to question things. Asking questions and questioning things, they are two different things. You ask questions to know more. You question things to disprove them. Yeah, you question. When, when Christians start asking these questions, just know they are just on their way. But I've, I've seen one on Facebook recently. You know, somebody I used to pastor. Even one day I sat, I had lunch with him. He asked, he was, I, I just felt there was something off. Something off about the questions he was asking. But they, they look just harmless. It's like, oh, it's like just curiosity. I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. And then the questions. Today, I mean, he has gone into the bush. Look, this type of, um, I want to know, I want to know, you will be surprised what it will expose you to. Eh? Okay, I want to know whether our brothers from another mother, if they are really, really wrong or not. Let me go and check. Then you go and take the Quran and you start to read. By the time you finish, you'll be off. Yeah, you'll be off. Eh? I want to just hear some of this. Maybe they have an argument. Let me hear what they are saying by the time they finish. You see, one of the things you should know is that anytime people talk to you, they sow a seed in you. You may not agree with them, but they leave you with a seed. They just leave you with a seed. That's why I don't have time for people who complain. That we are sitting down, and let me hear your complaints. You are not the first type of Christian that has come. 
you won't be the last of that type. Yeah. If you are fundamentally wrong, you are wrong. The details are not really relevant. If you are fundamentally wrong, you are wrong. What do I mean? I don't even want to use gender. Gender used to be one of the most obvious distinctions but I, for security reasons I don't even want to use. Let me use color. You are either black or you are not. You can't be in between. You. If you are fundamentally black, you are fundamentally black. You may be a yellow bone, but if you are black, you are black. Be, when, I, when, when I started missionary work, they used to call yellow bones white. I said, they are not white, they are blacks. So, that white guy said, she's not white. She's black. No matter how much color you put in it, she's black. If you are fundamentally wrong, Look, you can put in some detail. You see, and the details seemingly look right. Seemingly look right. But if it's wrong, it's wrong. Let me come up here for coronavirus. To protect myself from... Yeah, if it's wrong, it's wrong. By the time they finish talking to you, meaning they have sown a seed. But you, it's not like you agree with them. You don't. You do not. But the seed has been sown. One day, it will start to grow. It will start to grow. In your low moment, you will see it will start to grow. You start to ask, what if? What if? Have you considered? That's, that's all Eve asked Adam. Hey, Eve, the devil asks Eve, did God say? It's like, have you considered? That's it. Yeah. So when you see people, they start to ask some of, it's not a question to increase in knowledge and understanding, but it's to give a reason to start doubting. So if you say the sinner's prayer, are you really saved? Then it starts. How many of you feel that this is not harmful? It's like, what, isn't it a legitimate? I mean, does the sinner's prayer really make us saved? Do you get it? Does it make us save? Two people can ask the same question, but the motive is different. One, you tell them, you show them the scriptures in the Bible that say that when we, when we confess and we believe, confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe with our heart that God raised him from the dead, we are saved. So, oh, okay. Another one is, eh, that is it. Is that it? Okay, something else. How about this? How about that? How about the thief on the cross? Let's say even when you are preaching about baptism. Baptism. Why baptism is necessary. It's a necessary part of your salvation. That the usual, okay, how about the thief on the cross? And this, you explain that they will not, it will not get to them. They just need, they are just looking for a reason to doubt the Bible. When you meet somebody like that, they are on their way. If God loves us, why, why did he let coronavirus come? Thank you very much. Yeah, a very common one. If God really loves us, why is this bad thing happening to me? The person is just looking for a reason to doubt God. To doubt God. The church is too quiet. Why? Is the church going to be quiet every day? Maybe I should change the type of messages I'm preaching. 
nowadays. Okay, next one, next one. It will, that one will be happy. It will be happy point. Happy point. Happy point. Happy point number three. <laughs> Having no spiritual ambition. Having no spiritual ambition. Having no spiritual. What is a spiritual ambition? Is I want to be a shepherd. I want to be a center leader. I want to be a center leader. I want to do something for God. When you meet anybody in the church who doesn't have a spiritual ambition, you have met somebody who backslides. Christianity is very simple. You are either going forward or you are going backwards. You can't be marking time. The devil is not joking. You can't be standing at one place. A person is going backwards or going forward. Very simple. It's like you're in a relationship. There's no ambition. We are going to get married. The relationship is just going to go backwards. It's as simple as that. It's just, that's it. Are we marrying? Are we, hey, but don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it. You are sitting in a car. You don't want to ask where the car is going. You have joined a taxi. You saw the taxi on the road and you jump in. You don't want to ask the driver, where are we going? Or you don't want to tell the driver, I am going here. Yeah. What if I tell him he offloads me? You are good. You... <laughs> I hear that you end up in Bulwa. <laughs> yeah. You live at Sweetwaters. You just saw a taxi movie, so you have jumped inside. And you are sitting inside quietly, hoping that. Hoping that it will go to Sweetwaters. But you, you are afraid that if you ask the driver, please, are we going to Sweetwaters? He will say, come off. The only reason why he would say come off is that he's not going to sweet waters. And that's deliverance for you. Hey, Pastor, what if I ask Jimmy that what, what is the future of this relationship? So, sir, I, I'm, I'm giving him pressure. I, I, I'm giving him pressure. <laughs> I'm a pressure pump. <laughs> you are giving him pressure. Do you have time to just be taking a chance? What if he goes to Imbali? Meanwhile, you are going to Sweet Waters. The same way, every Christian, sometimes you have people who are on fire. Then suddenly they say, oh, I don't want to be a shepherd again. I don't want to do a minister. You are just about to backslide. You can, you can cloud it in. That's a... Look, as I'm growing, I'm learning not to argue. Do you see? I'm learning not to argue. Now we are going to have an argument, you know. I can prove it to you. No, time will prove it to you. It's not me. Time. So, it's in our interest to listen to it now and say, once something, you see, you really wanted to be a pastor. You really wanted to be a shepherd. Suddenly, you don't want to anymore. Something has happened to you. That's why you don't want anymore. Accept it. And deal with it. Accept it. And deal with it. Or else. Eventually that thing will become big. And then it will cause a bigger mess. 
Something like Bishop was praying with the acceptance of the truth. Accept that that's your state and do something about it. Yeah. I know people do say, say write exam, you write one, you fail. You say, I don't want to, I don't want to be a pastor again. I don't want to be a pastor again. Just exam, one exam you have failed, you don't want to be a pastor again. writing school of the word <laughs> you say you don't want to be a pastor again then wait till you get to transform wait till you get to transform because as for transform <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it will transform your life you'll be surprised you get to transform this guy <laughs> oh he will show you that you are born again I'm telling you this guy <laughs> right age age global exam the global exam is designed so that everybody will pass and you are crying over global exam because of global exam you say you don't want to be a shepherd again you don't want to be a pastor again global exam is for church members and the church members write exams once a year. Then wait till you get to transform. Get to transform. Be here. Yeah. You get it? So you have people around. Suddenly they were on fire, full of zeal. Suddenly they said, I don't want to do this thing anymore. Something has changed in your look. Don't make me look like I'm a. I don't know. I'm looking for a certain word, but it's like it's not from me. It's from your end. Something has changed in you. Accept it. Do you see it? You you don't have to tell us. No, don't tell us. But tell you, the four people you shouldn't deceive. Or you should tell the truth. Number four is yourself. One is God. Another one is what? Somebody you want to have a good relationship with. Another one is somebody you love. And number four is yourself. Tell yourself the truth. That something, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. When I wrote the exam, I thought I would pass. I thought my answers were enough. Then the exam, the computer showed me that my answers are not enough. Do you see it? And I'm hurt. Tell yourself that you are hurt. Huh. Or else, it's just a matter of that. It will become something bigger. And then that big... Today it looks harmless. It looks simple. But tomorrow it will become something great. Then it will affect you in a bad way. Yeah. Number next one, because I look like... I think today, whatever happens, when the time is close, we are finished with this 
discussion because it doesn't look like people like this. The next one is difficult, so let me stay with where we are. No, let me stay with where we are because it's very difficult. Look, Church of God, let's always be pressing forward. Have an ambition to do well. You can't sit in the church and say, as for me, I don't want to become anything spiritual. I just want to be a good church member and go home. It's not enough. Where you work at, you are praying that one day you'll be made a supervisor. You'll be made a boss. Nobody works at, as for me, I just want to be the cleaner till Jesus comes. I want to advance. They want to improve. They want to go. Everybody wants to go for it. I joined the church as an unbeliever. Today, I'm standing in front of the church. I still have a long way to go, but it's my ambition to go there. You too. Don't be there with them. As like me, they, I don't have any dream. I just, if I just come to church, it's okay. It's not enough. Paul said, one thing I do, forgetting about those things that are before, I press on towards the goal. May we press on. May every single day be a step forward. A step forward. Yeah. Number, number three or four. Curiosity. I talk about number three and then I talk about maybe one more and then we close. Curiosity. Curiosity. Many people become curious as they, as they walk with, as we go on. And it's, it's one of the signs or the symptoms that a trouble is about to happen. As the famous saying goes, curiosity killed the cat. That's, that's, that's how. So, oh, this thing, I've not done this before. Let me try it. Let me try this. Let me try it. That's where problems come. One day somebody came to me and said, oh, um, excuse me. All my friends, they have, they have fornicated and so I don't know. Uh, I feel like I should try it. And also see, I said, sister, you are just, you are just playing with fire. Then I told, I told her, I said, listen. We can also do another test. A car has not knocked you down before. Yeah. Let's try that one too and see. Yeah. We were standing by the road. We were in my office, one of them. But I said, since you want to try something new, let's try a car knocking you down. Also and see how it feels like. So I took her to the road. I said, this, there are two cars coming from here. Two cars. Decide which one you want. Just decide. Do you see? And try it. Because you want to know, I mean, you are not taking the report, what you see around you for it. So you want to experience it to know. No problem. Just try. That's Nanku car coming from this car. Another one. Chikeleza from this side. Taxi. If, de- decide what you want. Do you want a private car? Do you want a taxi? Try one. Yeah. Do you want a colored driver? Try, try, let's see. Try. And let's see. Or you want a bus? 
a bus, municipality bus, the ones that picks the DUT student, a bus. And let's try it and see. Do, do you get it? So that it knocks you down, you experience it, you will shout, ouch! Then you arrive in heaven, you know what it means. You know what it means. It's not everything that you have to try. Yes, that famous saying, experience is the best teacher. Listen, not everybody can afford the fees. Yeah, yeah it's true that experience is the best. As for experience, when the experience teaches you and you don't understand, oh, then it's from ancestors. Yeah. Uh, which scripture did we read that the guy was saying that I have left this guy to Satan? Paul was saying, I've left this guy to Satan so that Satan can teach him how not to blaspheme, how not to speak against God. What scripture was that? Epaphras. Okay, when you find it, let me know. I'm, I was trying to remember it today. If experience cannot teach you, then maybe it's only the devil that can teach you. Can you afford it? So, I want to try drugs and see. I want to be high. I want to see these people, they are high. I also want to be high to see how it, it, it is like. Look, you will know. You will know. But you may only know when you have gone crazy. Yeah, you only know. So, now that high is legal. You say, everybody, my neighbor is smoking that. It's okay. And I may also try. Maybe you. When you try it, first one, first one, as soon as you take the first puff, you arrive in America. Yeah, you arrive. You have what we call marijuana induced schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah. I knew a guy once, his name was Schizo. When you say Schizo, then he'll respond, mental. <laughs> Next one. I want to close with this one. Memory. I close with this one. Memory. Memory. What is memory? Find it in the dictionary for us. To memor. What does it mean? It means to speak and complain undertone. Or grumble. What do you call it? Bombozella. Bombozella. Wow, that is to memor. Really? What's that? Zulu Tosa? That's Tosa. Okay, how do you say it in Zulu? How do you bombozella in Zulu? Ah, first Timothy Mini. That's the scripture. First Timothy one twenty. Yeah. That's the scripture. They have delivered him unto Satan that he may learn not to blaspheme. <laughs> to blaspheme is to speak against God. Yeah, when Satan, Satan will teach you about God. <laughs> yeah, but bombozella, find me bombozella. It means to complain and grumble undertow. So the person you want to complain to, you don't want them to hear it. So it's like, but they are saying something. 
Ah, what's going on? Nothing. I think I need a fresh start to talk about memory because if I talk about it tonight, it will flare up. Yeah, it will flare up. Yeah, when people's love wax cold for the church, they start to murmur. They start to talk, complain. So they go to this person. You'll say, I don't think that this, but anyway, since you say it is it and that. Then they'll go to this person. Uh, you say, the way that things are. Me, I don't know, but that's what it is. And then you, I ask for you, I don't want to send to them because you are living at home with him, but you, you think that's, anyway, it's okay, sorry. And you, like that. Complain. Remember. Meanwhile, you used to be the one to shut people who were complaining up. When the love was red hot, Valentine's Day love, a subdued or private expression of discontentment or dissatisfaction. Yeah, now modern day, modern day memories, they form a WhatsApp group. I know some of you are on WhatsApp groups. I don't have to say it, but I know. And you complain there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You complain there. Hey, what's going on? What's this? We, we know all these things. We, it's not worth talking about. It's not worth talking about. But we know. Because we are in the modern world. That's you form a what's a three of us. All Zulu ladies or all Kosa ladies or all, all, all the, 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 that's it's a platform for complaining. That's why I, I don't want to talk about it today because it will flare up. Yeah. Lonely Zimbabweans Association. Yeah. Then we start. Did you hear what he said today? Did you hear the other day what he said? Your lover, tell yourself, look, tell yourself the truth. Your love has waxed cold. Instead of a heart of flesh sitting in your heart, now ice block. That's how frozen it has become. That's how it has become. So it's, it's, it's a reflex action. Portuguese speaking South Africans Association. They form a small. Just complaining. Just, were you, did, you, did, you, did you see what they said at the meeting? The other day, did you understand? Should, should he have said what he said? What he has said, what he has said, he has not said. That he said, he said, he said, he said it. Uh-huh. Then they started. And that too. When we say subdued, it means it's covered. Subdued means it's sub. Sub. Do you know submarine? It goes under. So under is under. So that the person they are complaining against cannot hear. Cannot hear. So it's like grumbling in the back. But you can feel, as you move around, you can feel something is moving in the ground. But when you look, you can't see. It's like undercurrent. It's moving under the ground. Subdued. Instead of sitting in a church and complaining, it's, you are better off leaving the church and allow and, and being free and being fruitful than sit. You are in a relationship just and when your love waxes cold in the relationship, they start to complain. You will see your, the same beloved say, complain to this one, complain to the love is gone. Yeah. yeah. Why did he point his finger like this? Every since since 1993, he has been pointing his finger like this. But today, Tuesday, the 29th of September, 2020, in the year of our Lord, he pointed his finger and said, why did he point his finger like this? Go and take all the YouTube videos and see. Every, every Sunday, he points his finger like this. Yeah. 
you are always complaining about your husbands, check your love level. And a subdued or private expression of discontentment and dissatisfaction. You are, the Bible says that do all things without memory or disputing or complaining. Psalm 106, the Bible says they provoked the Lord. How did they provoke? Because they murmured against Moses. They murmured against Moses. Yeah, they speak, you know, even Pilar, when he's speaking, making sure that you can hear. The church is very quiet. We'll go, we'll go home on a quiet note. Yeah, they murmured. It says, Philippians 2.14, says, do all things without memories and disputing. Find out someone who says that they murmured, they provoked the Lord. They murmured against him. They spoke and hey, God, he said he's taking us to a promised land. After all these years, we have still not 36 years, we have still not read the promised land. How far is the promised land? By the way, I know we don't want to send, but if we say it loud, Moses will hear, we'll go and tell him. So we won't say it. He <laughs> will make the ground open, we'll fall inside. That guy is a wicked guy. We won't say it for him to hear, but we are still waiting. It's been 36 years. You say you are taking us to a promised land. How far is Egypt to this promised land? Where is it at all that we can't get there? Let's talk it. They murmured about what they were eating. They murmured. Oh. 25. Psalm 106, 25. Memories. Tyler, under don't complain. If you are not happy with something, come and come to me and say, uh, Mr. Tall Guy, I'm not happy with this. But to be speaking in the backgrounds, door-to-door evangelism, memory evangelism, house-to-house calls. Now you are doing house calls. House calls. But memory in their tents. Be careful, people ask. Be careful of the discussions you have in your homes. Murmured in their homes, in their tents, and hacking not unto the voice of the Lord. This is how they provoked him. Completely. Small. Pew. 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 Undertone. 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 Softly. Don't say it loud. He will hear it. That's what's Watch out when you just start grumbling under tone. Like I said, any of the points, maybe next week we'll look at all the points and we close this, this, this book for now. Any of the points that you test positive to, Charlie, get immunity to it so that you can test negative to it before it becomes something big. Before it becomes something grand. And you see, when people are memorizing, it's a spiritual. When you come in their presence, you feel it. You feel it. If you're a little experienced, you just feel it. You feel. Yeah, you feel the undercurrent. But when you look down, you can't see because it's subdued. It's under. It's undercover. 
Even when they smile, there's something behind the smile. Folks, I don't want to talk anymore. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close, please. you have a copy of the book I'll recommend that you read it yourself everything is in the book it's in the book you have a copy I don't even have to preach it to you you have a copy just read it for yourself but my prayer is that we will all endure to the end anything that Satan is trying to use to remove us from our place that will overcome that will stand in our place and will inherit what we must inherit yeah, we will inherit our we will get our, indeed we will get our inheritance yeah lift your voice and lift your hands and pray for yourself right now quickly as we bring the service to a close pray for yourself right now say Lord help me, deliver me deliver me Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me. Work on my heart. Work on my heart, Lord. Work on my heart. Work on my heart, Lord. Man, dolobo se tunta lebo kama sopa le palala pando lebe lebe. Brendo lebe kasopa kalaba sheto lebe lebe. Put your right hand on your heart and pray. I said this thing, it comes from the heart. It doesn't come from the mind. When it's in the mind, it's an easy battle. When it's in the heart, that's where the problem is. Just pray that God himself will heal your heart right now. He will heal your heart. Heal my heart, Lord. Any evil that has entered into my heart, Lord, heal me of it, O God. 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 Help me, Lord. 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 Redeemer. Redeem us, Lord. And shelter me from sin. You are familiar with my weakness. Devoted to the end. Redeemer, Savior, Friend. Lift your hands, let's all sing it. Redeemer. Redeemer, 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 heart again, Savior, come and shelter me from sin, you're familiar with my weakness, devoted to Redeem 
be your prayer. Savior, come and shelter me from sin. You're familiar with my weakness. Devoted to Sing it one more time. Redeemer, Redeemer, Redeemer. Revive us, Lord. Revive us, Lord. Where our love is waxing cold, let it burn with fire one more time. Touch our hearts that our love will burn hot again for you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, deliver us from this evil. May we endure up to the end. May we not fall by the side of the way, Lord. May we press on to the very end. Your word declares that, but they that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Help us to press on to the very end. Press on to the very end. With heaven on our minds and in our hearts. That will make it across the line, across the finish line. That you will say to us, well done good and faithful servants. Enter into the joy of your Lord. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and he rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together and welcome Spa.
joining us we believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by bishop daniel harley for more information contact us at 204 peter kirchhoff street peter maritzburg or call 083-773-1605 god richly bless you